Uh, who went to Yolo Tango? Dave, Dave tonight. Dave is at currently at Yolo Tango. Okay. Okay. Meet room first floor. Absolutely perfect. Meet 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 room meet room first floor first floor. Make ground floor. First floor. Make ground floor. First floor. Sports. All right, welcome back to Make Room for Sports, your home for real, true sports talk. With me, I have Mike Lochran in Philadelphia. Hey, hey guys, just really quick, I forgot to mention last week that since the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm actually going by Mike Lochran, world champion. Oh, well, that was two weeks ago anyway. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and, and, and Mikel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Damn it. Can we start it over? <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're, we're eating into the precious recording time now. Uh, we've been doing leaner episodes this year. Oh, and Mikhail Britt is here in Los Angeles. I think I think I am. What, is, what did you say? The Super Bowl was two weeks ago? No, our episode was no, two weeks ago. I forgot. It oh. feels, yeah, I thought it was last week, but it was two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm uh, going by the name of Tiffany for now on. Right, right. Well, yeah. That's... I, I, I mean, I'm going to pull a Jordan Peterson here and just say, like, look, I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to call you that. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. With Jordan Peter, can you can you uh, name that reference? Uh, don't oh, get Simon Stark. Mike, go on forever. Mike, do you do you recognize my my reference? Jordan, Jordan Peterson is currently the most important intellectual figure in the Western world. Yes, despite being a blithering dipshit. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. that's no. that's the best summation we could possibly give. He's like our the listeners. he's like the YouTube intellectual daddy of. Uh, like confused alt-right leaning young men. Yeah, he he's he's realized that telling people in privilege that they in fact are not in privilege in a position of privilege and are in fact uh, victims is a highly lucrative uh, kind of gig and he's taking it to the finish line. No, he kind of came to fame. I mean his big thing that kind of put him on mainstream radar was his he refused to uh, he refused to call his students that wanted to be called by non-traditional pronouns, he refused to do that. Uh, and that was that was the joke. That was the reference, Mikhail. And he's got currently, got I believe, the best-selling non-fiction book in yeah. America, uh, which is yeah. which is like 12 things to do or something. But he's yeah. not at the... Um, who's the other guy, the alt-right guy? Uh, the, um, Donald Trump? Uh, I think he's gay. <laughs> no, I think he's gay, and he... Oh, you mean Milo? Milo? Yeah. Yeah, Milo. yeah, yeah. And he has a, a book. Did his book ever come out? No, I think his publishing deal got canceled. Uh, like a, excerpts yeah. from that book are insane, though. Um, yeah. Really yeah. terrible. No, they're great. Oh, uh, yeah, really bad. Uh, in some I, ways, Jordan Peterson like is a little bit scarier because he's not like a provocateur in the way that Milo is. So he actually like... Uh, he actually carries himself like he has some intellectual heft in a way that like Milo is always just kind of fucking around and doesn't really believe anything, right. um, which maybe you could argue that makes him more dangerous. But I think Jordan Peterson seems a little bit more sinister because he's uh, he's like thinking through things in a way that's terrifying. I have to well, agree. Enough. Yeah. Oh. And he has a wonderful. Anyway, wait, we should be talking about sports, you guys. Make room for sports. Oh, it's enough intellectual, intellectual political talk. Oh, Let's yeah, find I'm, out. I totally forgot that we question. finished finished our make make room for our alt-right debate yeah yeah that was that was last week we ended that was last we ended week. that okay yeah what was your question mike well we started out mike was talking about the sixers game that he was out late partying because it was a big victory and i was wondering yeah. 
if you could give more details, I, I wasn't aware. Yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah. So the Sixers, I don't know if you guys have been even reading headlines, but the, the Sixers are on an amazing winning streak today. They won their 14th game in a row and uh, they've won the past, I guess, four games without Joel Embiid, who broke his face um, in a way that I'm prepared to talk about later because it's super um, tragic and interesting. But really? they played the yeah yeah they played the Cavs on Friday night, and this was like of the 14 games, this was the one that was actually against a really good team, uh, and they were jockeying for the third seed in the East. So they now have that third seed because they beat the Cavs. But it was. I think most people across the like sports spectrum are calling it like maybe the best game of the year. Um, the Sixers went up by 30 points in the first half, and it was just, it was just like where I was. It was just like a wild bacchanalia of joy during that period. But then, of course, um, LeBron like slowly chipped away at that lead, and uh, came down to like the final few seconds. The Sixers won by two, but only because LeBron was fouled attempting a three-point shot with like, I don't know, a second or two left and got three free throws and made the first one, but then missed the second one. Uh. Um, so he had to intentionally miss the third one so they could try to get the rebound and get two points. But uh, they didn't They didn't do that. So the Sixers won. It was just like a totally a thrilling game. Okay, wait, wait. Slow down. So that's interesting. So he gets the first one, misses the second, and then the third one he has to miss it on purpose. Yeah, because at that point they're down. They're down two points with like one point something. I forget what, like very, uh, very small amount of time. So and you I, have to like throw it off the rim, hope you get the offensive rebound, and then yeah. try to get two. Exactly. Like, like you have to aim for a corner of the rim where it will bounce towards your teammate and not towards the other team. Exactly. Very, exactly. very uh, advanced form of basketball. Exactly. So... The, yeah. when someone okay. when someone does that do they like can they just intentionally like throw it against like the upper left corner of the backboard or do they have to make it look like they're trying to no they absolutely a good question uh, actually a i good... know this i know this oh good yeah, yeah. Good. thanks to kuroko's basketball um uh. by the way i've been watching a lot more sports anime recently um <laughs> so good. i'm ready to kind of um dive dive into some more episodes of other shows if you guys w- would like that this hour um, I think that's what the <laughs> listeners crave. Um, though I've got the Make Room for Sports line. Our telephone line is open. We'll see if we get a guest call this episode. I think we might. Um, but that said, uh, in Kuroko, they do that. Yeah, they they like like totally rebound it off the backboard in order to pass it to their teammate who can then, you know, slam it in for, you know, the extra two points. And- so that show is actually, is that like an an educational show is it about like teaching people how to play basketball it's a very educational show for me yeah um yeah another show that i've really learned a tremendous amount from watching is uh haikyuu uh the volleyball anime um (laughs) which is like only three seasons right now but boy are they great seasons and what have you learned about volleyball i mean i don't i honestly genuinely don't even know where to start but i've learned all the various (laughs) positions of the players um, oh. you know, like setter, oh. uh, ace, right. you know, spiker, uh, libero. Right. Um, there's five, there's five spots, right? There's five. Positions. I believe so. Yeah. And you kind of rotate, um, yeah. and you can rotate in players and stuff. So I've learned, I mean, that show is fantastic. Um, hmm. I, I, I genuinely love it. So, you know, Simon, when you said you don't know where to start, I think that really captures what's happened to all of us. Cause like we've all become paralyzed by our knowledge and our, like our level of expertise that that's often why like we can't even we're not recording as much and when we finally do record things tend to go like off tilt a little bit 
we did it. Yeah, a little uh, off kilter in ways that uh, appeal to no one. But, yeah. Um, well, and it's funny, by the way, I want to go back to your your Sixers game because um, Mikel and I were at the real best game of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That's what I was say. Oh, right. You guys were. Yeah, we actually were. Yeah, not your like weird game where like a team got ahead and then it managed to stay ahead. We were at a, a team. We were at a game with some real upsets. And you uh, guys saw it was the Clippers Spurs, right? Yeah. On uh-huh. a, what was it? Tuesday night. Uh, McCown and I went to go see the Clippers Spurs yeah. game down at the Staples Center. Um, yeah, I think so. Thanks to thanks to friends. you guys. You guys had those tickets that are so good that you were injected into one of the players' bodies, like in inner space again. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to friends of the podcast, uh, Keith Calder and Jess Calder, we uh, yeah. we, had yeah. their, we got their season we got their season tickets uh, or their seat I guess their seats. They have season tickets, and we got their seats because they were, were screening. They had to do a rough cut screening that night of their new film. Um, so we we reaped all the benefits. It was great. It actually genuinely was great. Yeah, the 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 Clippers won basically at the last possible minute um by i think basically by three points the score was like 113 110 um and yeah it was going back and forth pretty much for uh all of the fourth quarter very exciting everyone was on their feet but and they were down but they were down by like 30 at the beginning right yeah 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 they were down by like 20 i think at the beginning which is a common thing for them but it's not common that that changes um right yeah so and and i and i took uh i took an edible before going to the game i took the subway there um which is very mellow very soothing in los angeles very weird thing to do but then i was totally freaked out because i got there before Mikel and our friend justin and my entire area was full of argentinians um waving like like really being i, I wouldn't necessarily know an argentinian person uh, unless they I feel like you're going to say something problematic any no, second. I'm not, because what I was going to say can we have, is... Uh, Mikhail, can you put a countdown to uh, problematic speech? What I was going to say my, is... I'll have my opposite. finger on the button. What I was going to say is the opposite of problematic, which is I wouldn't necessarily know an Argentinian person uh, just by seeing them. I wouldn't make an assumption about their nationality unless they were literally waving the Argentina flag, which everyone well, in the section was. Yeah. Yeah, but like I would think it would happen at like game, like soccer games with like national teams. Um, I've seen um, I've seen the Sixers play the Bucks in person a couple times, and uh, uh, the Bucks have Giannis, who's Greek. Um, if Dave were here, he would say Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think that's how you say his last name. Mm, um, nice. And really uh, it was like every 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 Greek American in Philadelphia was at that game. It was like we were like way uh, we were in the minority to be not a, a, of, of Greek descent, and they all had flags and like they were singing various uh, like songs of Greek heritage. It was very fun. But like. Um... So, so there's some things on this outline that we should, that Mikhail Huffley put on here. But this was a, this was the end of um, the Spurs streak for the last 18 years. They've won 50 games or more a season, and because of that, they, because of this game, they now come. Oh, yeah, it was a historic Is game. That, wow. Is that why they had to euthanize Greg Popovich? <laughs> that is exactly why. We were really close to Greg Popovich. We could really yeah. uh, see the tears roll, roll down his face. Yeah. Like at the end of the game, we watched when they injected him with the strychnine. Yeah, you guys helped build the funeral pyre. <laughs> now, what else? Was, what else was good at this game, Mikhail? We had so many well, special guys, chances. We saw Boban, right? We oh, saw yeah. Boban. He who, played. It was great. He was amazing. I was telling you, everyone to look up the videos of him dancing. Oh, I was just going to mention that him dancing to God's plan. Yeah, he's great. He's a great yeah. dancer. Yeah. Well, the 
the, the well, no, that wasn't the highlight. But one other weird thing that happened was on the jumbotron, it was the back of somebody's leg with a tattoo on it, and it was like a white guy's face. And I kind of joked, I was like, it looks like somebody has a tattoo of Willie Nelson on their leg. And then Simon joked, oh yeah, that's uh, uh what's his name, yeah, DeAndre. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. Um, which which and, was just a random, just like my synapses misfiring because I was like. Wouldn't it be funny if DeAndre Jordan had a tattoo of Willie Nelson? <laughs> which, he do, which he does. And it then it turns out. out he does. It was he Willie really Nelson. Does? Yes. Yeah. Well, we kind of have to... I'd like to get someone else to confirm that other than myself. Right. Uh, we looked I also at, say that. We looked it yeah. up, and uh, like DeAndre Jordan, Willie Nelson tattoo gets several hits. Several. But, but it still like wasn't clear to me... <laughs> It's still like I couldn't, I wouldn't bet like like um, my son's life on it. No, no, but, no. I don't. But think I you would bet. I'd bet like your like one of your guys' life. I'd bet on it. Like I'm kind of yeah. confident about it. Yeah, yeah that's I feel really fairly. It's yeah. fairly sure. Okay, so it does get several hits, but none of them actually have a picture of his tattoo. Somebody has a tattoo on the back of their leg of like a white guy with long hair. It's DeAndre Jordan. All right. Now, now it's definitely DeAndre Jordan's tattoo. Whether it's Willie Nelson, no, I mean it's he definitely has a tattoo of Willie Nelson. And then, do you um, think Willie Nelson might have a tattoo of DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> Are you getting it confused with that? Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. Isn't he dead? Willie Nelson? Yeah. Or DeAndre? No, Willie Nelson is alive. They're both alive, as far as I know. Oh, okay. Well, definitely. I mean, we saw DeAndre Jordan just a couple nights ago. He was okay. I mean, he didn't look. He great. was alive. Yeah, he didn't look great, but like I'd be surprised if he was dead already. Um, and boy, did we did we have some in between game entertainment? Uh, yes, this was really the highlight. Actually, I have to I have to give Mikael credit for literally cheering up our entire section. <laughs> this is this is true. During halftime, uh, a guy <laughs> came out who balances stuff on his chin. I'm, I'm blanking on his name, oh. even though we said it about 800 million times that night. Um, oh. And Mikhail, like, instantly was on his feet, cheering. I was like, no, 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 no. The ladder? It was great. And, like, the people, like, in front of us, like, turned around. In the, and as usual, uh, you know, even I can't tell when Mikhail's, like, doing a bit or yeah. not. Like, right. so, right. so they were just like, wow, you guys are, like, really into this, huh? And we were like, oh, absolutely. And, like... They and, thought we must have known him. They were like... <laughs> Oh yeah, they thought we were like his friends, but I mean, we got right. we got basically our entire section to like actually kind of pay attention and and start like having like really excited reactions every time he balanced want, something on his chin, which I want to say the whole stadium. Really. We got the whole stadium. We got the whole stadium, and actually DeAndre and, DeAndre Jordan came out and told us we were cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that and Mikhail, like, what are yeah. the like what kind of feelings did it give you when he was putting the stuff on his 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 chin or his nose? His chin. <laughs> His chin. His chin. Think, think that. First, it made it, his name. By the way, is Kevin Shiflet. Kevin Shiflet. Yeah, we shouted Kevin Shiflet about like truly like at least a hundred times. Okay. You uh, shouted his first and last name out loud. Uh, I called him Mister Shiflet. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would say, yeah, Kevin. No, no, Kevin. No. Oh. Like he would because he started like he says like oh tennis racket on the chin like oh uh, a, a rake, and then he. Next thing you know, he's got a wheelbarrow, like he's got a barbecue on his chin. <laughs> I was pretty like... high, so like at a certain point, I was like, are we all balancing on like Kevin's chin right now? 
Is that going to be the reveals? He like pulls back and he's balancing the Staples Center on his chin. And then I like couldn't cheer anymore because that like just totally freaked me out. <laughs> a bike? He bounced a bike on his chin? He balanced a ladder on his chin while standing on a ladder, but not really, like kind of leaning against it. So it's actually probably easier than just standing on the yeah. Floor. Yeah. That was kind of like this whole leaning on it. But he's like this like kind of like He's kind of poorly. Average... It would be hard for him to not lean on it. Yeah, he's got a, like a little pot belly. He might have been He's overweight. He might be bald a little bit. He's Is definitely he bald? bald. I don't know. He looks like a um, Kurt Eichenwald. Uh, that, that that journalist. Yeah. Okay. I can picture that. Yeah. But w- what is that chin made out of? I know that was what we kept shouting. That chin. <laughs> that ti- is it titanium? It's incredible. It can't. It, he has to be juicing to be able yeah, to there's... keep keep up that kind of uh, just oh power. And then the idea if. <laughs> If he played for the Clippers, oh, and yes. then he could balance one of the players on his chin. Yes, and, and he, so like, <laughs> yes, and there's no, as far as I can know, there's no rule against that. So he could dribble while balancing the player on his chin and just walk over to the basket and then toss it up, and they could just drop it in. Right. Or yeah, I mean, the, or actually, yeah. no, they wouldn't have to. We, what we what we figured out during the game is they wouldn't have to dribble. The player could just hold right. the ball. Kevin could bounce the player on his chin. The player's not traveling. Because uh, because they're not moving their feet, and he oh, can just right. walk them over to the basket, and no one could do right. anything. And furthermore, you right. can't foul Kevin because he doesn't have the ball. It's really similar to the the loophole that Air Bud um, manipulates. Yeah. Well, that yeah, don't get me started on that dog. Yeah. And and we also saw uh, a guy like one of those things where like you have to make as many like three point shots as an, a professional player. You had to make four in in 30 seconds okay or and, and if he did he won get this mic a brand new kia um Ooh. a kia sportage well i don't i mean they didn't get into yeah. that yeah Someone that's the only me, kia i can think of sportage they, they told me kia's on the come up like Kia's like a good car brand now someone told me <laughs> who told you that your your local kia salesman <laughs> yeah a guy in a kia shirt <laughs> so you bought anyway, 17 kias the point is the guy won the kia uh, oh, nice. And then they brought, and then and then McCallum telling like the whole story. Do you want to talk tell about the other magical thing we saw uh, a person yeah. do? So they're doing like a guy and a girl. Uh, how well did they know each other? They're a couple. They have to write their answers on a dry erase board, and they do a couple rounds. And then the last question, the guy reveals his card. Mike, guess what it says? Um, I think it probably it's a proposal. Correct. Nice. You son yeah, of a he bitch. Gets down, <laughs> you, he you, gets down on one knee. <laughs> why you are you so angry, Simon? How dare, Mike just fucking ruined your thing. No, I thought yeah, I, no, I thought yeah. I was supposed to answer the question. No, was, no you're said, supposed to be like, man, I have no idea what happened. Oh, like there's literally no way on earth I could guess what was on that card. I see. Yeah, I fucked yeah. up. Sorry. I was yeah. setting you up for a joke. I mean, you could have said literally anything and it would have been funny. As right. long as it was except not. Except for the answer. Except, except for the, the correct answer, answer yeah. My problem in life has always been that I'm like too smart to be funny. Too correct. You know? yeah. <laughs> too, too, yeah. too correct to succeed <laughs> is how I would describe our podcast. Um, so then he, he had to balance his wife on his chin. So then he got down on one knee. That one knee was on Kevin Schiffer's chin. <laughs> exactly. Is that yeah? And right. then yeah, the ring was yeah, it, it, the ring was on a broomstick at the very top of his chin. It was <laughs> it was fucking incredible. Right. Um, so yeah, my point is we had a great night of sports. We don't remember a ton Sounds about the great. game. We were a little confused about who was playing. 
but right. we had right. a wonderful evening. Um, well, there was also a lot of confusion about where you guys were sitting. Oh yeah, it was so difficult to try to. Well, the, and there the, was so the, the act. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about this for a long time, Mikkel, because you were. Dave and I were both like live texting about your location, trying to find you on the TV, and you engaged us in like 15 minutes of really careful, um, like uh, explanations about where you were, until uh-huh. we got right to the moment where I told you like the guy in the green shirt is where the camera stops, and you were like, "Yeah, I know, I'm right next to him. I'm at the limit. Like I'll never be on TV." <laughs> and so we couldn't tell like why you didn't just tell us that. It was literally, it was like 20 minutes on the phone. Uh, the answer is it took us a really long time to figure that out. Because um, okay. we're looking, because every time we'd look up at the Jumbotron to try to figure out if you guys could see us, uh, we'd miss something like amazing in the game. Like, right, but the sh- Jumbotron isn't the same as what's on TV, I don't think. That's, we were wondering that actually. That, yeah, that, we were trying to that, figure that was that another out. thing that we were trying to figure out. It's like, was, yeah. was the camera yeah. feed of the game that we could see on the Jumbotron, I mean, it makes sense that, they wouldn't use different cameras for the broadcast. I mean, they've got cameras. Yeah, it's it, too many cameras. That's too many cameras. It is. I didn't see that yeah. many cameras out there. So my feeling is you guys are basically seeing the same angles as us. Um, it might just be edited a little differently sometimes, but they're basically live editing it, of course. So so I think you actually did see the same angles as us in the Jumbotron. Mike, I'm going yeah. to overrule you with logic. I, think, I don't Jordan think that's Peterson logic. I think so. that's actually intuition. Mm. which is like a totally separate activity than logic. So yeah. Yeah. I think you have a too feeling many, the, the, about too that. Too many cameras thing, the too many cameras thing. But also That's that like, your okay, sentence yeah. began by you saying, I don't know, but then you talked yourself into knowing. Which is like uh, I talked myself into I, I talked myself into absolute certainty. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> however, I trust uh, intuition however you're right over logic that. anyway. Intuition over logic any day. Yeah, it's because you're a romantic at heart. Yeah. But I want to say that also, I was even though I knew I was at the cutoff line of the camera, there was still a potential for like a wide shot or something that maybe we would be in it. Like I I didn't know. We really wanted that one shot, like from behind the player who's shooting a foul shot that they go Uh, to like very rarely. But you would have been in that one. We would have been in that one. We we were really doing a lot to try to um, make it so you guys could see us setting small fires. Um, yeah. Mikhail stood on his chair for the entire second half of the game. Some people didn't like that, but it went over okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was very it was pretty late in the game that we realized that you guys just couldn't see us at all because it was it would have been a really yeah. really great moment. Um, for it us was kind of heartbreaking because it's already hard enough for me when you guys go to sporting events, just the two of you without me. Like <laughs> yeah. that's already that already makes me like kind of sad. Yeah, it doesn't inside. feel so then, like that's something. By the way, if if genuinely. Uh, you know, I'm going to have a real moment here. Uh, it's not for the listeners. It's for us. Genuinely, when we all met, if you would have told us that, that like, like, you know, I don't know, 20 years or so in the future, uh, Mikhail and I would be at a sports game and you would not. like, And I would be jealous. <laughs> just, I'd be directly, sincerely jealous. Just even yeah, that first know. part. Just even that first part, we'd be like, absolutely not. Like, like we have that. There's no way that, that would ever happen. Like, I mean, maybe if we were like forced to. <laughs> But it just doesn't. That doesn't make any sense. Like the only reason we go see sports is maybe if you forced us to do it, and even that seems unlikely, uh, given the pitiful state of your forearms. Um, uh, correct. And that's, that's Simon. All. I think the only times we hang out these days are, are at sporting events. <laughs> that's actually correct. Even though, again, Mikhail lives about twenty minutes away from me, but he has right. he has children, and and I've got my own things going on. 
Right, like you would have guessed that you spend lots of time together, but never go to sporting events. Yeah, that but would the truth. That would be the, is the inverse. Yeah. yeah. So you hardly see each other, and you only go to sporting events. So youthful listeners of the show, just know: don't make any serious predictions. You might end up reversing how much you watch sports. Life's crazy. Life well, is crazy. Um, can I? Oh, one last thing about the game. Oh, yeah. We had joked about. Then we can move on. Uh, we joked about. Well, not joked. Talked seriously about what if they put the kiss cam on us? What would we do? Oh yeah, come up before. Yeah, we've talked about this before because you guys didn't make it on to the kiss cam at the Uh, WNBA. But this is a different. This is a different framing of the of the. So I know that Mikhail and I bring up this like weird semi. Um, I don't know, let's say like loaded erotic possibility of the two of us kissing on the kiss cam, like pretty often. But I want to clarify to you that this, that in 2018, we're asking a completely different question. Like we previously did not end up on the kiss cam because we thought that um, the kiss cam operator thought that we were gay dads and was being uh, homophobic towards us. uh, And that that was 2017. That was 2017. Things have changed. Now, we think that the kiss cam operator might aim it at straight dudes and they have to kiss to uh because they have to kiss and that's like a great thing to do is aim your camera not at couples um right but at straight guys that maybe should be should try exploring a little bit (laughs) and 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 we thought that would mean you guys are like um like what what is your role in that or what's the role of your fantasy in in that new reality we don't have we don't have i mean to me it's just a question if the kiss right. cam was aimed at Mikhail and I, would we have to kiss? We don't know. Yeah, we don't right. know. We're both in relationships with women, but right. I assume, but it's a kiss cam. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. What, would, what would you do, Mike? What would you do? I think I would have to kiss whoever, I mean, not only, I would have to kiss whoever it is. If it was know? a stranger? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think legally you have to. Yeah, so that kiss cam That's guy, what we were thinking. As he's, yeah. he's got a lot of power that yeah, yeah. Like people of think of it. People think of it as a moral issue, but it's actually more of a legal issue. Is See, what I would do if I played the kiss cam is I'd, I'd aim it at an obvious couple, and then just as they register themselves, I'd pan to one side, and make one member of that couple kiss the person next to them, and maybe fall in, and maybe fall in love with that person. Um, you don't know. You don't know because sometimes yeah. you kiss someone and it, it's just like, wow, that was way better than I expected. Right. Um, we're getting a little intimate this episode. This is kind of a essential episode for listeners. Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. intimate. Little, this is kind of like make room for sports after dark. Um, it is. For, for, for all you listeners that have, for whatever reason, uh, legal obligation, uh, some complicated court settlement, uh, etc. Whatever listeners have stayed with us this far. This is a little, little bit of, you know, we'd like to welcome you into our boudoir. Um, oh, I didn't see you there. Wow, you look great. Ah, want to listen to us Can talk I? some more? Oh, we'll, we'll we'll continue then. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'd like to do my Joel Embiid uh, update if you guys oh, are okay with yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. please. I, I don't know anything about this because it has to do with Markel Fultz and it has to do with the yips because we haven't talked in so long about Markel Fultz. Um, but you guys remember I, talking about him a lot, right? I think he's he's uh, dead, right? I genuinely uh, he was no he was he was dead but he's been resurrected. Um, I made he, a joke about Marcel Foucault and I genuinely now just think of Foucault. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, they were um, doing weekend at Bernie's with him, right? Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I, this is yeah, we made a lot of jokes about him, but um, 
But now we're yeah, not that was joking. The Mikkel, that was the Mikel Foucault episode. Oh, yeah. God damn. Where we were like, I think we were imagining Markel Fultz like in a, a, one of those French black and white striped t-shirts and like a... Yeah, that was our a, episode that won the Emmy. <laughs> yeah. It's funny we don't remember it that well. Um, anyway. Um, anyway, so he was out all season and then he finally came back. So no one really knew if he had the yips or they said he had a shoulder injury, but it was unclear. And um, it was like just really sad. Like he's 19 years old sort of um i think like most sixers fans and most basketball fans just felt like it was this really like unprecedented case of a kid who just kind of forgot how to play basketball and like maybe made up the shoulder injury because he forgot how to shoot or maybe was injured because like was injured and then changed the shot to try to accommodate the injury made the injury worse in any event he came back so he came back um i guess two or three weeks ago and it was just like he came back for a home game, just like totally electric. The crowd went crazy. Everybody was so happy. Played really great. Next night, he comes back, gets in the game. And um, like the only thing Markel Fultz has to do is like when he's on the court for the rest of this, this year is not further injure himself and not injure one of his teammates. <laughs> and um, I'll let you guess which one of those two things he did. <laughs> but he was like going diving for a loose ball. And um, like almost as in a Greek tragedy, like with the same shoulder that had the injury and that prevented him from knowing how to shoot, like busted Joel Embiid's face with his shoulder and like broke Joel Embiid's face and concussed him at the same time. And Joel Embiid is now out until they don't really even know. He's going to miss maybe a little bit of the playoffs. Um, but just like a total, total debacle and like the symmetry of it and just like the 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 harrowing nature of what it means to be alive and to like not be able to avoid danger and to not like to not help yourself from fucking things up um, is like keeping me up at night. I can't stop thinking about it. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah, that was really gorgeous. Um, so how, how is how is uh, Mikhail Foucault's shoulder? Is he, or is he still playing or is he now out also? I think his shoulder got stronger. Like he, he took <laughs> some of the strength from Joel Embiid's face and it like got into his shoulder. No, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's been playing like uh, pretty well, like doing, doing really well. He's been super fun to watch. Um, Joel Embiid's face, like, was it like, was it like, did his face like rip off of his? Like, no, but it like, it caved in. He broke his, I feel oh, like no. Simon might know about this. He broke his, is there a thing called the orbital bone, Simon? Oh, or like yes. an orbital? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, what is that? It's it's so basically feel like the if you feel on one side of your face between basically the corner of your eye and your temple, um, uh-huh. there's like a I, I don't know what it's called. It's called like the orbital. I mean the whole the whole kind of bone around that is called the orbital socket. But there's um there's a little okay. column, basically oh, between your eye and your temple where basically, I mean I'm glad this didn't happen. But I I've seen people have that like broken in fights and it actually dislodges your eye, a little bit. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really bad thing to break. It's like way worse, (laughs) way worse than your cheekbone or jawbone, which you can have kind of wired in place. Like if you break that little corner of your eye bone, which is, I'm sure what you're referring to, uh, you're, you, you need basically like surgery and, uh, a long time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So they did surgery and he's now able to at least like he's attending the games again. So he's like in a suit on the, you know, on the, on the bench. His um, eye didn't fall out. His eye didn't fall out, but that's yeah. So that's good, I guess. Whose eyebrow fell off? 
That was Isaiah Thomas. But I think it was oh, yeah. both. Like, I think both eyebrows popped off. <laughs> and then he, he put them on, but he put them on, like, back, like, he reversed the order. Right. With the left <laughs> on the right, the right on the left. Right. That's, yeah. Oh, and his looks... career is over, by the way. Because of that. Yeah, because of that. Well, man. Uh, oh, you know, which reminds me, by the way, I watched UFC last night. UFC uh, oh. two two twenty three. Um, speaking of of kind of people hurting each other, I guess was where I was going with that. Who oh, fought? Uh, well, so the card was decimated at the last minute by um, Conor McGregor, who uh, it turns out is a big fucking idiot. Um, uh, so uh, Khabib, who was the kind of headliner, um, like slapped some guy from like his team and Connor like flew on a private jet from like Ireland to, I don't know, New York, I guess. Um, and, uh, to, to get like revenge, uh, this happened in like a hotel lobby. Like one of the, the guy could be slapped like some guy from the McGregor crew. Who's like average. I forget his name. Um, so Conor McGregor like got his team together and flew on a private jet to like New York wait, wait, wait. to fight. He this slapped thing. him bef- before had nothing to do with the fight. It happened literally in like a hotel lobby. And but like the day of the day of the fight, uh, or like a couple of days before, a couple of days before, I think. Uh, um, okay, I like cause, okay because Conor McGregor got arrested. He got arrested, I think, on Thursday or Friday, and the fight was uh, on Saturday. Um, what a Conor? What? So he showed up with like his friends looking for the guy, and he threw a, a like a dolly, um, like a luggage dolly, I think, through uh, the front of a bus. That a bunch of fighters were on because he was mad. Um, but instead, he didn't hurt anyone involved in the incident. But he did hurt two other players, one of whom got glass in his eye, or two other fighters. And so they had to like last minute put together like a totally new card. So the best the best fight of the evening was um I don't know like Joanna uh, versus Rose. I, I don't even know their last names. Um like uh I, I don't know. Wait wait. It was good. It was it's, great. A lot of a lot of good fights. A lot of good fights. Really. A lot exciting. of information. So wait, Conor McGregor. Flies here mm-hmm. to find the guy that slapped someone in his crew. Slapped his he friend. Finds him like he, I would do to you, he, by the way. Like I would do for you. Thank you. You yeah. would slap me or you would fly if someone <laughs> slapped You would fly if someone slapped me. You would fly to beat them up. I would do both. Yeah. <laughs> that's friendship. That's friendship. So, that's friendship. <laughs> whatever you were, so yeah, you fi- whatever the situation He, he finds the guys and he throws a, a what do you mean, a do- what's a dolly? Like a camera dolly? I'm a little outside of my uh, as as rarely happens on the podcast. I'm a little outside my area of expertise here. I've been I've been busy working the last few days, um, so I, I all this is um, kind of third hand. But yeah, he like you know like like uh, what I'm picturing like a doll like an actual doll. That's the meanest thing. It's like the biggest sign of respect. No 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm picturing throw like, like a you I'm throw a cabbage patch <laughs> kid at your your and, rival. And I'm picturing he like one it of those so hard things. that it broke the glass window the bus <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't think it was like a doll i don't think it was like a barbie i think it was like um though that would be like amazing if he was, <laughs> when it was like a haunted doll like like an annabelle yeah. he was like trying to curse the guy by throwing anyway um no i think it was like one of those things you use to move like a refrigerator is what i'm picturing this is good information oh, for those that's right that yeah. makes sense and those and, are the types of things that are just like laying around sometimes i think i actually know what it, i should have said this before i think i know what it was because i saw the video Oh, well, jeez, Mike. You, um, this, we're talking about this whole time, and you're just quiet? Meanwhile, you saw the video? Meanwhile, you yeah. were involved in this incident? <laughs> <laughs> I think he threw, like, one of those metal barricades that they use to, like, like 
make people form a line. Uh, I don't know what you call that. That's also a dolly. A dolly. Yeah, dolly. So oh. <laughs> no, I don't know what that's. Cool. But yes, okay. Let's let's say that's correct. So so he comes and he, and he throws it through the front of the bus, and this is like front all now just yeah. real. This is just real emotion. This isn't like for the spectacle of the fight or like anything. This is just him really being angry at this these other dudes. Well, I think it was a. I mean, I, yes, it was not. It was not like a stage thing. It probably was a, right. a bit performative in that Conor McGregor is a bit of a showboat um, by definition yeah. and 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 so, or somewhat certainly by nature. Um, and you know, I mean. Certainly, it does feel a little bit overly dramatic, but yeah. But the end result was that uh, no one he, no one he was trying to injure got injured, but people did get injured, <laughs> and uh, right. and Conor McGregor got arrested, huh. um, and then is out on a fifty thousand dollar bail. Huh. Um, well, I bet no one's gonna slap his friends anymore. Well, I mean, you know, my my the cynic in me is like, oh well, they're building up uh, a big you know billion dollar fight between Conor McGregor and Khabib. Um, uh, but I don't actually think that's the case. I think they're. I think, by all accounts, everyone's genuinely really mad at Conor McGregor for being such a fuck up. Uh, okay. Um, and this was not like a staged thing. This was not I like, like that. Yeah. This was a genuine. I like that like, is real. Yeah. I, well, Conor McGregor has so much money that I think he's kind of borderline semi-retired after the Mayweather fight. Um, and he's always said that he's going to retire fairly young, and, and it feels and like he kind of is. He's um, kind of borderline crazy from all that money. I think so, and I and it sounds also like he might be a little bit too bored. Um, yeah, like he needs to fight. Like he's going to retire, but he needs to fight. He needs to always be fighting. Yeah, something, yeah. something, or someone, or something. It's a strange profession because you can you can be so good at it. And only do it publicly like 30 times, 20 times. But privately, you could do it every night. This is always true, Mikhail. But that also sounds a little bit problematic, like a little bit risque for our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, well, by the way, I do want to say that since we've been bought by Sinclair Broadcasting, uh, we do need to do at least <laughs> two more minutes of alt-right discussion um, before, we, yeah. before we wrap things up, just uh, to kind of meet our contractual obligations um but yeah i mean it's going well it's going can, well can i go back real quick to uh the sixers i want to say it's uh it's great to end. hear though that, that that they can win games without joel Embiid. like that was kind of yeah. the fear about the playoffs right that they could never win because since yeah. he doesn't play since he only plays like every other game or whatever that they could like Right. Well, that's actually no longer true so he plays um he used to not play the second half of a back-to-back um, but uh, he, he does that now. So he's no longer on a, they were calling it a, a load restriction, which was a really funny phrase. Uh, but he's no longer on a load, a load, oh no, load management. Sorry. He was you, load management. Like that's something, like that's what she said kind of thing. Yeah. Just like, who knows? It just sounds like a euphemism, but you don't even know what for. Oh, I know what it's for. <laughs> that's that. um, hey, 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 that's what she said. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, shit. God damn it. That was good. Oh, thanks. No, oh, so, nice, so nice, nice. He's cool. back. But what's happened is that, um, like, Ben Simmons has been playing out of his mind. And so it's given him a chance to, like, score a lot more points and just handle the ball more. And uh, he's he's just been outrageous. And they also, like, on the stretch since Embiid has been out, the only good team they've played has been the Cavs. They've only been playing, like, pretty lousy teams. 
So they definitely need him. Like they need him back to make a run in the playoffs. But um, as long as he comes back, it's gonna be it's gonna be super fun. Like I don't think anybody would be surprised if they make it to the Eastern Finals. So so. And- Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go, go on. No, you go, Simon. No, I was going to change the subject. Uh, did you guys want to keep talking about that? I mean, this is some real sports talk, and it's it's what we get paid the big dollars for by Sinclair, uh, sure. who we love. Uh, go Trump. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's right more often than he's wrong. You know what I'm saying, guys? Isn't that like fairly? Yeah. Act- I, I don't know. Good, I can't go on. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that could be true. No one's doing the math. Um, but I'm looking at the outline for this episode. Mike, have you have you seen the outline for this episode? Um, no, I've not. Oh well, the outline for this episode is interesting because it starts out. Mikhail wrote the outline for for tonight's episode. We sometimes have outlines. Okay. A little bit inside baseball for the listeners. By the way, baseball, I like to like baseball for the most back. part. If there is an outline, I like to not look at it, and if there isn't one, I like to stare at the previous outline well the interesting (laughs) thing about this outline and and it doesn't feel like this is like a a joke at all but at a certain point it just totally digresses into mikhail's confessions about gatorade uh he just starts talking about gatorade Uh. he goes he goes like nine items and then the rest (laughs) of it's basically gatorade yeah Um, this happens he likes to like mikhail loves like the genre genre hop so, like, suddenly one kind of art will just, like, turn into another kind of art. Well, I'm skipping over a few things here, but, like, I can't help but, like, every time I look at the outline, all I see is Gatorade. Um, and and um, we've lost them as a sponsor uh, due to the Sinclair situation. But um, but I, I, there's, some, there's some upsetting information. I would say I'm, I'm looking specifically at item number 11, Mikhail. Do you know, do you know what item I'm referring to? I'm, I'm not even looking at the outline, and I know what item you're referring okay, to. Okay, so I think we need to have a Gatorade talk. I don't think you would put. I don't think you would put this in the outline if you didn't want us to kind of talk to you about this. So, uh, Mike, you know how you- um, sometimes people can go from say like smoking heroin to shooting it, and that's supposedly worse. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, like means yeah. that you're de- declining into further addiction. Are you familiar with Gatorade right. powder? Oh no, he's on the powder. Mikhail, <laughs> oh no. Would you answer Mike's question, please? Yes, I, I'm on. I'm on the powder. Uh, um, like that literally, really bad. I'm just gonna read item eleven for our listeners. Okay. I bought a. So that line is not normally phrased in the first person. Item eleven, <laughs> however, is verbatim. I bought a jug of Gatorade Power Lemon Lime flavor so I can make my own Gatorade at home. Then I realized oh, no. I can just snort lines of Gatorade and get super hydrated. Uh, yeah, so that's it's true. It's true. That's, no, it's not true. I'm so hydrated right now. That's <laughs> not. Well, at least you're not shoving it under your eyelids yet. That's that's how you get a real. That's how you get true oh, hydration. That's a, that's a new thing. You could do that. You put it under your eyelids. What is koala yeah. aid? What is 10B? What is 10A? Gatorade the movie? What's going on with this outline? You need to stop. You need to you need to stop snorting Gatorade. Um, wait, did, wait, I'm not making Mikhail. jokes here. This is real. Um, I'm looking at this. Did you know that Gatorade power powder existed before? Or did you just find out about it? Uh, no, I always knew it existed, but I, I okay. stayed away from it. Well, just like those, too like, much of a as long as there's someone else who's doing more of it than me, it doesn't it means I'm not addicted. And now you've like actually hit that. Yeah, it's like being like a craft beer alcoholic. It's like like I only right. you know I yeah I'm drunk all the time, but I'm drinking like really good local IPAs. Is where my yeah. was. Well, also by the way, Gatorade powder. I mean. Uh, 
I guess you can tell me the economics, but it's not like Gatorade is expensive. <laughs> you go to like the store and it's like 10 liters for like a dollar and you're like, oh, I can't, I guess I can't afford not to drink this. It's cheaper than I did, tap water. I, I spent a few hours like doing all the math and it turns out the powder jug is the cheapest way to do it. Right. <laughs> but you do have to mix <laughs> it with like, water. Yeah. You're like, I can't afford to not be drinking Gatorade powder. Yeah. Do you have to add <laughs> sugar like the old Kool-Aid packets? No, you just add water. Do you guys remember when Kool-Aid, you had to add your own sugar to it? I do. I do remember that, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least, Mikel, with the powder, you can, like, make a really diluted version of Gatorade. But I fear, I fear maybe that's not how you're handling it. Actually, no, that is what I, that, that is what I do. I make it so... And then it makes it last longer that way. But also, yeah, I don't... Are you just saying that because you know that we're, like, actually sincerely worried that you're drinking too much Gatorade? No, that's, that's <laughs> the truth, is that I do water it down. Okay. Um, All right. Well, this is good stuff. I mean, yeah. Well, Gatorade the movie is just an idea that I have. To, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they really should not, make it. Yeah, that's just a phrase, though. I don't think it's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just three words, and, man. And but you know what else? You know what else was just one word, Mike? Uh, Avatar. It's true. Yeah. It's very yeah. true. That's all James Cameron had when he went to go shoot that film. Um, which is oh, why they really? had to do, well, that's why they had to make the whole fucking movie in post. Is like they came know. back and he just like filmed a shoe and like some trees and like you know just himself talking to the camera a lot about how he didn't know what he was doing and kind of crying a little bit. And then they were like, "Well, maybe we can do some shit with like these shots <laughs> of the trees. I don't know. Like, let's give <laughs> this to a VFX team and uh, that's- assemble assemble that same team and have them do ga- uh, <laughs> Let me direct Gatorade the movie. What is Kualaid? Kualaid? I was thinking how there's not enough like competition for Gatorade on the market. And I don't know why there isn't any competition. So I have been thinking about starting my own um, sports drink. And I would call it Kualaid. Okay, well. Uh, okay, go on. That's what? it. No, well, first of all, you spelled koala wrong. I mean, wait, I did? Uh, well, are you thinking of a koala bear? Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me. I, okay. That's all right. Now that I know what you intended to write, I have less questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Fewer. It's actually fewer questions, Simon. We've been over this before. Oh, that's English. That's English. Oh, no. That's grammar. God damn it! All right, I'm, on the, I'm on the outline now. I have it queued up. The other problem is that Mikel there's a lot of good stuff on this name, outline. Spelled his name wrong in the outline. He did. He did. He <laughs> spelled it right, and then he started correcting it. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. We need to stop talking about the outline. I mean, do you want? I've been. I've. I've put the make room for sports phone line on mute because uh, I didn't want it to interrupt our episode. I can. I can turn it back on so, if you guys want. Like, me do to, people but... know they can call it? Like, how does it work? Well. Do you, you have to go to the beeper website. You have to go to the send yeah. a yeah after send the a message t- to beeper dot. <laughs> after our interview with Tom Brady last episode, I I, I feel like the words kind of gotten out that we're a place where you know we treat celebs fairly, and right. uh, and and it's possible that like some sports celebrities that are kind of seeking a mouthpiece, seeking a place to talk to the media, a friendly place to talk to the media, uh, might ring us up. Um, so right. they just well, we did. I mean. We definitely let him go on for a long time. Well, that's 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 exactly right. <laughs> right. So probably other celebrities are eager to 
have that kind of platform, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, if there's a, is there anything else we want to talk on or talk about? Or should, I, or should I plug the phone in and see if anything happens here? I, I can, I mean, I can plug the phone in and yeah. we can keep talking, but we might yeah, maybe because maybe nobody will call. There's other stuff we could talk about if nobody calls in. All right. We might get a call at any moment. Uh, okay. okay. This is it. So who's right. this Japanese? Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. The Jap- I was going to say, there's so many things I want to talk about, but yeah, the Japanese Babe Ruth. Go. No, that's oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. That's you. Um, I, I need to, I don't know what that is. Oh, Otani? Yeah. Otani. Shohei Otani. He's yeah. a pitcher and a hitter. He pitches like left right handed and bats left handed. Oh. And yeah, he's hit he's, three yeah. home runs. He's hit a home run in every game, his first three games or something. Yeah, he's been as advertised. Like it's really rare that, yeah. to have a, a pitcher that can that can hit like that. So it's it's a big deal. But I haven't that's all I know. Like I haven't seen anything. I just know he's done well. He's twenty three. He has like the fastest fastball on record in Japan. Huh. Uh, oh, guys, guys, uh, maybe maybe you can huh? hear this. Maybe you can't. Uh, we're, we're getting a we're getting a phone call on the Micron for Sports yeah. Line. Okay. Uh, 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 okay. Are you gonna answer it? Yeah. Hello. Mar, it's me, Grayson Allen. See, <laughs> don't you get it, kids? Oh wow, Grayson, wow. Grayson Allen. That's wow. a big We've deal. Been... Grayson Allen to to here. So long. Grayson Allen here as you've been talking about him a little bit. He doesn't like that. He thinks one he of you might have to go on a really nice trip. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. We've talked about you a lot, actually, Grayson. We are actually um, we have a way of like doing some witty banter, so it might seem like we're giving you a hard time, but I think it's safe to say that we're all we're all pretty big fans of your work. Grayson Allen love. didn't understand that. <laughs> he doesn't like what he's hearing. You sound like a real hippie. Is this Mike I'm talking to? <laughs> yeah, this is Mike. You sound like a bit of a hippie, Mike. I have a feeling you're going to be tripping out pretty soon. <laughs> you hear me? Do you understand what I'm telling you? Do you understand what Grayson yeah, Allen's saying? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, right. I didn't realize... I didn't realize that we were going to have any, like, a, a confrontation. I, I just want to try to... There's another side to, to Grayson Allen. Maybe we can get on the same page. There's another side. The other day, Grayson, uh, me, uh, I, you know, sometimes I volunteer at children's hospitals. I bet you didn't know that, did you? No. Yeah, I found did out you know I can, I can oh, sell I those know. fentanyl that's patches great. really, really at high price on the dark web. So oh, Grayson Allen oh, just yeah, steals all those thought. fentanyl patches and he sells them. That's I how I do it. Don't say that on the air, Grayson. Don't well, I'm still giving get... something back. The point okay. is, the point Are is. Are you friends with what, Simon? No. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I've just been listening. Oh. I've just been listening. Uh, gr- oh. uh, this is intense. This is intense. <laughs> yeah, it's really intense. It'd be helpful if you could ask him some questions, just because you're better at handling these kind of like with your training, your black belt, and everything. You're a little better at it. I mean, I guess. Grayson, all right, but we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be okay. Grayson Allen, are you friends with Martin Shkreli? Shkreli? He's one of the few people that understands my style of gameplay. <laughs> my aggressive style. <laughs> oh, I hear you laughing. Say, uh, this is Mikal I'm talking to? Yes. <laughs> Do you have uh, an ingrained fear of, say, clusters of small holes, like on a lotus plant or a beehive? Oh, yeah. I was, how'd you know that? Because I have a feeling you're going to develop severe trypophobia <laughs> pretty soon due to a little incident that could occur to you. Oh, yeah? Are you threatening me that you're going to come here and trip me? 
You son of a bitch, you ruined Grace and Allen's joke. When Grace and Allen tells a punchline, you peasants listen and you enjoy it. You peasants respect that. I'll trip you, I'll trip every one of you. Anyone who's listening, I'll trip every one of you. Guys, guys, I had to cut that off. I had to cut that off. That was getting too intense. Uh, Could you hear that, Simon? I I, I was just, that was, oh God, he's calling. I'm not going to answer this time. It's like you you took a plane and flew to our rescue, Simon. I'm not going to answer this time. That was too aggressive. I don't know if we can have him back on the show. Um, He's just going to keep calling, though. He's just going to keep calling. Oh, God. Uh, Should I pick up again? Yeah, let's just try to, I I feel like we can just become friends with him if we can reason a little bit. I'll trip every one of you motherfuckers! Oh, no. You listen to me, I'll trip you, I'll trip your I'll trip your whole family! Bye. Bye, Grace. Yeah, well, no, okay. yeah, that was that was, that was not yeah, a, he had not calmed down in between those two phone calls. Yeah. Um okay, wow. well that was um jeez, we kind of maybe should have asked him about how it felt to lose that game. But I kind of feel like he wasn't really doing good or in the mood for that. Hmm. Maybe next time we'll do a little more preparation for these interviews. I've, unplug- hoping, yeah. I've unplugged the phone. It's actually under my bed now. Um, yeah, we might want to reconsider the idea of having an open line. Like maybe we yeah, should go back to. Maybe we should actually know. call the people that are going to be on our show and not just have them call us. Yeah. 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 Okay. I can't I, believe Grayson Allen sells fentanyl patches. That is really surprising. Well, I mean, I think, you know, it's it's just. At one point, do you live up to the stereotype about yourself, you know, is I guess what I would have said if I wasn't stunned into shock silence. Uh, yeah, Mikkel, what's it called in psychology when like you, like you get stereotyped and then you start behaving like that stereotype? Isn't that it's, something? It's like, um, uh, like, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's not anything. Maybe it's, like like a, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like oh, a thought. Yeah. It's like a style of yeah. like negative thinking. It's a style of where you, um, yeah, you, you kind of predict something's going to happen and then it happens because you sure. created it. But well, that's what happened know. to Markel Fultz, for sure, when he busted uh, Joel's face. We can just start calling it Grayson Allening. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I think what I would say is this. That was a way shorter interview than last episode. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we can, you know, again... Um, the phone's unplugged. Um, I do hear a gentle knock at my door uh, outside. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking out the window. I see actually a lot of pedestrians just kind of sprawled out. Uh, I mean, they're all getting back up. They seem, they seem fine. They just seem maybe a little um, irritated. Um, but yeah. yeah. Do you think it's possible he knows where you live? Well, I post my, I, I do, uh, when I edit the episodes, I whisper my address at the end. If he's a regular listener, he's probably caught on to that. Um, really yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't believe he just re- revealed that finally. So many people. I mean, for a long time, that's been like a hidden thing. Yeah. Well, you know, Grayson Allen's got good ears. I mean, I, I could. I, I'm not gonna answer. I'm not gonna answer this door. My my cell phone's don't, ringing. Yeah, don't. Don't. My, uh, someone don't keeps you... trying to interrupt our Skype call. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna answer any of this stuff. I, I, but what? <laughs> don't you? You're a kung fu expert. Don't you have like legs of steel? What if Grayson just sees that as a challenge? Uh, good point. Like he'll just keep tripping. He like, won't stop trying to trip you. Who did? Who did his team lose to? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, us to uh, um, yeah. West West Virginia, maybe. Hey, by the way, I'm leading in the bracket. Uh, 
guys. Oh shit! I, uh, wonder, who, I wonder who's gonna win March Madness. <laughs> well, we <laughs> is, did it, great. is it over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been over for almost uh, oh. a month, I think. So I won. Did you win? Yeah. I don't know if you can really say you won because we all use pseudonyms, so I don't know if you can prove that you're the name that won the bracket. I think Mikhail I think I can. won. Right, so, Mikhail, you're telling me you're currently in the lead on March Madness. As of, as yes. of, as of April 8th, or whatever day this is, April 8th, yeah. 2018, you're, you're leading the March Madness bracket. Does, does March Madness really begin and end in March? Yes. Um, yes. I thought yes. it started in March, but then... I thought the madness... It uh, might end like on the 1st or 2nd of April. You might be right about that. Well, there's March Madness and then there's like April jitters. Um, right. No, that's right. Which is like when, when the, like, things get really intense. Like, I thought a- we decided April, that the phrase... April sweaty, April sweaty palms. April sweaty palms. <laughs> I, I thought we decided March Madness was problematic because it's... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that reminds me. I wanted to bring something else up. Um, Mikkel referred to someone as a crybaby two weeks ago, and I wondered if that might be problematic. What, against babies? Yeah. Or against people who, whose eyes water uncontrollably? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, show them, let the babies speak for themselves. And if there's any baby out there that's offended by my usage of the phrase crybaby, you know, let me know. Maybe we can leave the line open next week and maybe some babies will call in. <laughs> Hang on. I'm just going to check and see who's at my door here. Yeah, just look through no, the no, bowl or something. Mikhail right, uh, should, should maybe go over to Simon's place because there's strength in numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Simon? Listen, you sons of bitches. You think you can stop Grace and Alan from tripping your little Where? buddy? He's in Where's, the Simon? Where's Simon? Grayson? Oh, Where's Simon? Oh, let's just say I, I'm out of trip puns. Listen, you fuckers. I know who every one of you are. I know who's listening. Grayson Allen knows that you've been laughing at him. He knows you don't like his face. And he's angry. Oh, man. Don't, uh, I want you to think about what you're saying, Grayson. What does this little button do? Does this end the episode? (laughs) Mikkel, use some of your your therapy techniques. Well, I think Grayson Allen's going to take a little control over how this episode ends, fellas. You you have to validate his feelings and make sure he feels heard and respected. Have a nice trip, (laughs) listeners. See you next fall. Meet room for sport. Absolutely perfect. Meet room for sport. For sport. For sport. For sport.